Who's that guy tweaking and measuring on his microphone? It's the Food Show, and me, Tom Fitzmorris. We sit around and we look over the situation when it comes to eating well, uh, and we come up with some ideas for you that uh, will better your dining inside and seven side too. You know, you know, here, I've got a sideboard of this, and I, you can only get a seven in usual, but you know, do you hear where I'm going with that? Let's not. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. <clears throat> yes, we would. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to call us, we are here to talk to you. Whatever it is that you'd like to talk about, having to do with food, of course, it's, because that's all we do. It's Marianne. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's an interesting, beautiful day. It's almost impossible to believe the kind of situation that we have surrounding us, just with leaves and sunshine and other things that get you warm up. But we're getting it today, as, as well as some ideas for some things to you to dine out, uh, to go to events going around town. They are all over the place. They are. I went well, it's all. Halloween. It's Halloween. I went all the way to Halloween uh, uh, on... Our daughter used to always say, when she was two or three years old, she'd go, it's Halloween! So it's, uh, hmm. it's Halloween. And um, well, I went they had Baton this thing Rouge. yesterday. <laughs> this thing was like Strange. a Halloween car wash, and the traffic jam on the North Shore was absolutely unbelievable for it. Absolutely unbelievable. All right, 556-9696. I hope you are planning a fantastic Halloween. If you're having a Halloween party, tell us about it. If you are going someplace special for Halloween, tell us about it. If you're staying mm -hmm. home with your lights off, don't tell us about it because that's boring. But uh, we're uh, probably not doing anything for Halloween. Well, it's one of those things. Uh, you look ahead, I was surprised to see that we have just about a full uh, 1990, wait a minute, 19... Uh, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, what is yeah. it? All right. Anyway, whatever it was, but we, we've made that into a happiness we, uh, gathering. We had a uh, question last week about favorite Halloween candies across mm -hmm. the United States. And we had, um, we had uh, a couple of guesses on it. Um, if you would like to, I'm going to tell you what it is that Louisiana is the, the favorite Louisiana candy. There are two states... There are, you know, the usual suspects, Twix, yeah, um, Twix? Kit Kats, oh. M&M's, only two states for that, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, which were always the favorite in this house, and, you know, various Snickers and things like that, but only one or two states for those. But the odd one is actually what we prefer in Louisiana, and I actually got an email of someone wanting to know what it was. So I'm going to say it. If you want to keep guessing today, it would be fun. Uh, what it is that we prefer in this state for Halloween candy. Everybody loves candy. Chocolate. Not chocolate. The one uh, we have, Louisiana and Mississippi, are the only two states. How about and the other real outlier is, no, not candy corn, Tom. No one prefers candy corn. I like them. I mean, I know you like them, but that's not like a preferred one, is it? Like, if you, oh. if you had a big bowl of Halloween candy, would you pick out the candy corn first? Oh, nobody would pick it out first. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, maybe there is someone like that. I don't know who yeah. that is. But anyway, I mean, if you wouldn't do it, then there probably isn't because you just like sweet, the taste of sweet. You like that. And um, 
And if you, you know, that would have to be just the taste of sweet that you're going for to pick out candy corn from a lineup. But uh, we have, we have this unusual candy that we like in, in Louisiana and in Mississippi. And if you would like to, uh, if you would like to talk about it or guess it, we would love to hear about, uh, from it. Five, yeah, just give us a call. We'd love to hear from you about it. Five five six nine six nine six. We had an interesting day yesterday. Took a little trip. It's been a really wild ride the last couple of days. I don't know. Some people, uh, I would say, listening may not still have power, but how would they be listening? So, um, I mean, I guess. I guess if they're not at home or something. But um, we were out of power until last night about 8 o'clock. That was funny, wasn't it? That yeah. that peculiar uh, effort that the uh, all the information that got sent to us uh, was put in a, a, a pile with some things I never heard of before. But anyway, uh, it made for an interesting afternoon. It was definitely another fun, fun couple of days here at the full, at the Cool Water Ranch. A little Freudian slip there. <laughs> we uh, went to Baton Rouge yesterday. And I'm embarrassed to say why we went to Baton Rouge yesterday. We were going to go to Baton Rouge on the hurricane day because I knew that the hurricane weather was more likely to be to the east rather than the west and I just didn't feel like hanging around watching Tom do a hurricane so um I thought you know we'll go to we'll go to Baton Rouge and we turned around when we got to Robert because it was gonna be a a, a rain soaked ride so we uh, we turned around and then we did it yesterday because the weather was gorgeous yesterday. Absolutely beautiful day, just like today. And we went to, oh God, I, I hate to admit it. We went to Torchy's Tacos. Torchy's Tacos. Now that he's Torches. not driving and then I have to drive you know, him, he has to, he's sort of stuck. We went there. With where I went. Yes, that's what it was saying. Yeah. That's where we went. That's yeah, we right. were really surprised by we that. We went to, I, we were both surprised, but in different ways. We were both surprised. Yeah. Like you were surprised because you thought it was good, and I was surprised because I thought it was so below what my rem- my, my memory was of it. It's the kind of thing that I would expect to find in some sort of festival, yeah. uh, and and that kind of thing. Then there's people smiling and having a good time well, and it was all a that. Campus, but it was, it's a campus thing. It was yeah. right. It was right by the LSU campus, and. Uh, Mary Lee and I discovered Torchy's Tacos when we were in the line. We're suckers. And so we <laughs> went to um, Franklin Barbecue on a trip to Texas maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we... How about uh, just yesterday? Mm, no, we went to no. Torchy's yesterday. But Mary Lee and I discovered... We were in the line at Franklin Barbecue along with a bunch of other suckers. And I'm really that we did the line because it was kind of a fascinating sort of sort of peek into the Instagram world in America where you line up for something and you're there for hours and it's just you and the other people who are suckers is what you are. I mean, me too. I mean, I, I readily admit to being a sucker. So we, oh, do you? we stood in can line. I, when, you were get, when you were ready, uh, can I come, come back to this because you have just opened up an interesting uh, matter. But go ahead. You do what you want to do, and we'll return. You can go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you. You were in the middle of it. Go ahead. 
So we're uh, in the line. We're making friends with all the people in the line. You know, you're just stuck there for four hours and you hear people talking and they talk to you, you talk to them and you get to know their stories and all that. Or maybe it's just me that does that. I don't know. So we hear, we overhear a couple of people down in the line talking about Torchy's Tacos. And I thought, oh, what is Torchy's Tacos? So we, we uh, searched it on our phones and found out that Torchy's Tacos is an Austin-based Mexican fast casual place mm -hmm. with a flagship on, oh, what is that? Uh, I'm gonna have to think of the, the name of the street. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the street where everybody who's anybody is, it's out of Austin, Maine. It might be Main Street, I don't know. But it's where the, um, it's where the Yeti flagship is. I'm gonna search it while I'm talking. And so there are several locations now, but the flagship is in this super cool mid-century, like, car dealership or something. Anyway, um, we went to Torchy's before we... We actually didn't make it in Austin. We went to Torchy's in... No, we did go to... We did go in Austin, but we didn't go to the flagship. And then we went to Torchy's in Houston on a later trip. There's that so many? Been, there's a lot of them. Yeah, they're in several wow. states. They're in several states. They just made it to Baton Rouge. So we have this image of Torchy's that's really good, Mary Lee and I do. And we're planning to go together for, you know, for months and months as we waited for it to get open. And then circumstances that are too extensive to explain in this forum have uh, convinced both of us that she and I are not going to go to Torchy's Tacos together. It's Congress Street, that's where it is. The first one is on South Congress Street. And so uh, Tom and I went yesterday and um, it was disappointing for me because I remember it being much better and it was thrilling for Tom because these are places he has never previously ventured into. And it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's just, I was a little disappointed. Go ahead. I, uh, after just walking in the place from next door, next door looked like the central door for everything happening on the LSU campus, which right. is a exactly. lot of stuff going around. Right. So uh, we come from out of the parking lot. Uh-huh. And then... I look around, there's a million people um, moving around, establishing themselves, all of that. But anyway, <clears throat> once you sit down and you go into this place, uh, Torchy's Tacos, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm ready for some goofy uh, thing that comes out of a, the go food at a, a big party somewhere in New Orleans. It, it just, nothing uh, with any problems with it, but it, it seemed very... Uh, Festivally, festivally. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. That'll do. Uh -huh. And uh, I so, could see that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I and I did. So uh, we got this big. Uh, we got selection. some guacamole. Guacamole with and cotija cheese. I'd say about four or five different ones yeah. with the sauces and the marinades. I think they had like four to six marinades alone. They're very cool. Yeah. So uh, this doesn't. But let's just check it out. We checked it out. We sat down. Uh, it was good. 
maybe even better than good. It's actually downright delicious. And I'm thinking I have to be open-minded, Miss Nell. Yes, you do, Tom. So, and clearly uh, you are demonstrating that as you speak. 5569696. Five, nine, six, nine, six. We'll come back and talk some more about Torchy's Tacos after these messages from our sponsors. Thank Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home Cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. Annadell's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Anna Dell's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Doesn't everyone five five six nine six Sing. nine six? So whatever else did you discover about Torchy's Tacos, Tom? Was that it? Uh, it was about uh, twenty feet away from our parking lot spot. Yeah. Okay. That was so it. That was another. That was a discovery. So what we yeah. got was uh, the guacamole, mm-hmm. which is a basic. You know, I I have gotten to where the less done to avocados, the better for me in terms of guacamole. And there wasn't really anything to this guacamole. It had a little cotija cheese on it. And um, that was it from what I could tell, but I'm sure there was more to it because it was good. Then we got the queso, which is a, um, I'm gonna have to look on the menu and see what the queso Mm -hmm. is called. There was a green chili version yeah. Of the, it was it was chori queso is what it was. It, it was the, the whole prog, uh, assortment uh, was all uh, clever and and very tasty, executed very well. Yeah, uh, it's going to be for younger people than it's I am. Definitely, we were by far the oldest people. Yeah, but it was a campus. You know, it was campus. Me. I don't know if it would uh, also apply at. Um, you know, at night, maybe it would be a little bit different. But it was definitely not the place that you would go and and it's it's a it's a joy it's a it's a kids um it's it's for the kids is what it's Mm -hmm. for and i didn't find that to be the case so much um 
when we went in in Texas, maybe it's because Ooh. neither of those places were actually on a campus, but that's probably why it had that look yesterday. And that's not a that's not a bad thing. I mean, I'm just not, you know, in in it might college, get so it it you know it looks a little bit different. But they have interesting things there, like um, what are those? What are those uh, migas? They have migas. Ah, they have I saw those, there. but I, I couldn't uh, get an idea yeah, about it. Yeah, you can get breakfast there. A miga is a Mexican uh, breakfast, basically. It's uh, on a tortilla, and um, it's it's yeah, it's fried. It's it's like if you if you took. Um, Mexican toppings and put them on tortillas, but they weren't nachos and they had eggs, that would be migas. I well, it worked. If, if that's not right, uh -huh. somebody call me. Uh, but they have a lot of a lot of cool stuff on the menu, and we got we got the chips and the queso. The the kind that we got was um, they have the green chili and their Diablo sauce. They're big on there. They really take their um, their torchies concept seriously like their little devil pitchforks everywhere <laughs> i'm not really sure what that's about but anyway uh they have chorizo with their hillbilly queso and chips and then they have a green chili version and they have a salsa which eh, you know i just I, I think that i just was um was a little underwhelmed yesterday, but maybe it's that you you get an image in your mind and then you have sort of this, you know, standard that cannot possibly be met. So they have this thing right now called the Washingtonian. I guess it's to encourage everyone to vote and it's got pulled pork and jack cheese and barbecue sauce. And I didn't try their flour tortilla, but, um, but, the corn tortillas that we got, I That's didn't, the one thing really I didn't like. care for. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really care for them. They were too thick it was just and tumbling too over. big. Just... Yeah, they were too big and too thick. Uh, but we did get a Baja shrimp, which was fried shrimp with a uh, cabbage slaw. That was good. A lot of pickled things in that one. And a brush fire, which I thought was really good, actually. It was Jamaican jerk chicken. And, and that was quite good. And then yeah, they had some. Um, uh, I, I've noticed that throughout their menu, they have more uh, of that of just basic uh, in the in the refrigerator here. Uh, and you you pick them up uh, at a kind of a. They're big into their election thing. There's a Democrat taco and a Republican taco oh, on the menu, which I didn't notice yesterday, which I would have gotten if I had. So that's what we did. We went to Torchy's Tacos. Then we went to a tile place because we need to get some tile for the oh. um, for the bathroom. And um, and then uh, let's see. We wound up the tile place was right next to Phil's Oyster Bar, which is apparently a legendary kind of place in baton rouge and it's, it's the way off, it's the way we Perkins do it here in new Road. no phil's the place that we stopped in where you got the suckers where we were looking for um 
uh, Peter Scalfani, who is sort mm -hmm. of a consultant. We uh, we now. we pulled up and had some time with him and his dad. I think. Well, it was. yeah, no, we were just talking about him and his dad. Has yeah. anyone been to Phil's Oyster Bar? I, you know, when we heard. Um, we heard Peter, he was on the show kind of early on, like, you know, maybe late May or early June. We had him on the show and he was talking about his involvement with Phil's Oyster Bar, which was a longstanding like 1920s institution in Baton Rouge. And I was curious about it because I never heard of it. And so apparently they closed the old place, which was downtown maybe. And then they opened this place off Perkins Road it's a very cool place. It's got the um, it's got the vibe of a diner from the early twentieth century. None of it's real because it's only a few mm -hmm. years old, but it, it's a, it's a very credible look to it. I have mm -hmm. to say, it's it's a it's a cool place. I want to go to it. I want to go back and right. actually go there. Well, we'll arrange to have you uh, put there and bring some people <laughs> with was, you. And and you can do it all tomorrow. Or you might be uh, on your drive all the way to Big Bend National Park at the other end of Texas. Yeah. Or we could just ignore think, it completely and be here. Do they have a torches here. in El Paso? Maybe huh? they have a torches in El Paso. So do we, they we have went, it? On, we wasted kidding? this trip to Baton Rouge. I am embarrassed about this. We wasted this trip to Baton Rouge to go to Torchy's Taco. And then we stumbled on Phil's Oyster Bar, which we had heard about and need to go check out. And then as we were getting back onto the highway, I noticed this little, you know those Italian restaurants that are really old fashioned and on their marquee, they have a sort of outline of Italy and, you know, if you can imagine what I'm talking about, you definitely know what I'm talking about. And if not, you can look it up on online on the website. But I saw this, this imprint of Italy and I thought, well, that looks like an old fashioned Italian place. And then I waited and I could see the sign. It said Gino's. And in the back of my mind, I thought, wait a second, wait a second. Somebody told me about Gino's being great on the show and then I realized it was Don the gourmet neighbor whose opinion I trust implicitly. So I texted him and I said, is Gino's the place, was it you that told me about Gino's? And he said, yes, it's delicious. But we were already on the highway heading home and then he said, well, what are you doing in Baton Rouge? And I told him, and then I told him where we went. And he said, oh, come on. <laughs> you really wasted that trip. And we did. I have to admit that we did. So now we have to go back to Baton Rouge and eat for real at Gino's, the Italian place. Call us if you've been there and want to talk about it. Or Phil's the Oyster Bar. And I also saw Drusilla's Seafood, which is another Baton Rouge institution that I would like to check out. Oh, tell out. me about that. I've Drusilla's. heard about them, but yes, I know nothing yes. about it. Has anyone been to any of these places? Drusilla's? Drusilla's? Phil's, I remember that. Phil's Oyster it's Bar a, a, like or Gino's, the Italian place. And I realize we're talking about Baton Rouge, but <sighs> hmm. I don't know. Oh? There's so many things going on that affect everything, like a hurricane, like... COVID restrictions in New Orleans, all of these things are factoring into our going sort of farther right. afield than normal to eat. Well, let's eat some other things. Yeah, 556 
Six is the number if you want to talk to us. We want to talk to you about food, of course, because that's all we do. It's what Tom's been doing for mm. 32 years. It's oh. a long time, Tom. It's still that long? Gee, I guess it wouldn't change much, It huh? wouldn't change much. It, well, well it you get, never it can get, tell. It would get longer. Maybe. It would, it would get longer. I, yeah. uh, I don't know. We'll have to look someday. Anyway. You know uh, uh, what happened on the way back? From uh, where? That was from, from Baton, Baton Rouge. Rouge. What? Um, along the... the uh, the interstate between 12 and, and 1, yeah. or is it 1 and 12, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we hit this little section of uh, more and more uh, appetizer and flavors. and uh, It was funny. I, I couldn't even get a figure a name of it. There's a lot of places Anybody know where that might be? A lot of places. There's a lot of places to eat, period. I mean... <laughs> You could even doing what we do, which is kind of eat nonstop. I mean, I was thinking, and I'm again, I'm embarrassed to admit this too. So we just have Torchy's tacos, and we're full from Torchy's tacos, yeah. and we didn't even finish. I'd, I'd go take a nap. We didn't even finish. <laughs> well, I was driving. Tom. I literally would. But be. but actually, in Baton Rouge traffic, you could almost take a nap. That's true. So we're on the way back, and I'm thinking, you know, I wish I could possibly make myself eat someplace else because I feel like we wasted this trip, and we should eat something else so that we can have more content, but I just I couldn't make myself do it. No mm -hmm. matter what, I couldn't mm -hmm. make myself do it. It's the food show. It is the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's Halloween. Let me give you an idea of uh, how, to, how to play with all of this. You mm -hmm. want some food? No, I don't want some food. I want you to do what you're about to do in 20 seconds. 20 seconds? Because mm -hmm, we have a hard break for the bottom of the hour news. So why don't we just go well, ahead and say we're going to do that break, and then we'll come back and hold whatever yeah. it is that you have to say, Tom, because I'm sure there's a lot of it, and uh, that's what we do, and that's what we're going to be doing, talking right. about food. And we come back from the bottom of the hour news, which is right now from the Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. About 325,000 customers remain without power in southeast Louisiana as a result of Hurricane Zeta. Over half of the residents in St. Bernard, Plaquemines, and Jefferson Parishes do not have electricity. Energy CEO Philip May says Zeta delivered heavy wind damage in many places, but thankfully it didn't damage core pieces of the energy grid. That being said... And what we're seeing is a lot of vegetation on our lines, trees on our lines, branches on our lines. So we have poles broken, spans of wire down and so forth. May is hopeful a lot of progress can be made today. But with the election right around the corner, Governor John Bell Edwards says it's likely some polling stations in southeast Louisiana will be without power. What we anticipate happening is that power is going to be restored rapidly today. But I can't tell you that 100% of that's going to be restored by Tuesday. Edwards says they are working to identify every polling station that will not be in service Tuesday so they can select alternate locations. LRN. This is Secretary of State Kyle Ardwin. The presidential election is here. Election day is this Tuesday, November 3rd. Polls will open at 6 a.m. and close at 8 p.m., giving Louisiana one of the longest election days in the country. For those who choose to vote absentee, the deadline to request an absentee ballot is October 30th by 4.30 p.m. and the deadline to return your ballot is November 2nd by 4.30 p.m. To address COVID-19 concerns, we will take every sanitary precaution necessary to ensure voters can safely cast their votes. This includes mandating personal protective equipment for poll workers and making masks available for voters who want one. Voting machines will be sanitized between uses and social distancing will be enforced. 
If you have questions about the November 3rd presidential election, visit GoVote.com. That's G-E-A-U-X, Vote.com. Or call our election information hotline at 1-800-883-2805. Go vote, Louisiana. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, indeed. 556-9696. It's Halloween tomorrow. Is anybody doing anything for Halloween? I'd like to know. Ooh, I don't know. Um, <coughs> Halloween is a kid's <laughs> holiday. Then I think it becomes another exciting holiday when you're a young person, maybe late teens, early 20s. Oh, they love and it. And then when you become I a remember parent, when I was for sure. Age. And then when you get to be our age, it doesn't mean anything to you. Unless, of course, you have uh, grandkids that you are with, but we don't. So that's uh, that doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. to us at this moment. I have uh, something. <clears throat> what's that, Tom? I, there's uh, something that's missing from the scene. What's that? And I, do you have something you want to finish up before I dive into I this? I got plenty of stuff, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I let's see. Was this yesterday or the day before? I fit. Uh, uh, somebody in in my house uh, mentioned something which triggered off another thing, and what I found myself wondering about is uh, <clears throat> where is the coffee? So I, did, I wanted some coffee. I was going to fix it up and do it over there. And this is uh, after we got back from that Baton Rouge gig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I went down to the store. Yeah. I'm not going to name any names. One of these is, let's just say it's a, a, a minor server of it, although it's, it's, the product is good. So Parish coffee. There you go. That's the good one. Parish coffee is... A Excellent, and they're having a big. Uh, it's a good one. Something big today. Big purple bags yeah. in the store with a little golden rooster. You can't miss it. It's uh, usually at the end of an aisle. Tom, your tie is unusually situated. It's I, like you. It's like you started to take it off, but you didn't finish. So it's sort of, I sort of hanging. It. Or, or maybe I, you're just trying to be cool. I can't no, decide. I, I'll explain. Fortunately, there's no, um, there's no webcam here. I'm, I'm so grateful for I, that. Uh, I can't even explain this how is a, grateful this I is am. A, this is a different conversation. It's very nice. It's very we'll, nice. We'll tie. come back yeah. in a minute. I'm no, not, we're talking about, we're talking about Halloween. We're talking about oh. Halloween. Okay, can we? I'll, I'll give it to you for Halloween, but only if I can come back finish after your to, coffee? to finish yeah, the okay, coffee. Tom, finish yeah. your coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, my. Uh, Somebody in my family uh, wanted to some coffee because uh, I was about to go out and make a trip of, for a bunch yeah. of things, like so much of us do all the time. So mm-hmm. I go into the store, and I look around, and I could not uh, find my favorite brand of uh, coffee, chicory coffee. I, I'm not sure that that particular brand, and I'm going to leave it unsaid because it, it seems like it may have faded from the scene i hope not because so it's you the can, best you can uh supplant it with parish coffee 
Uh, you could if you wanted to, but uh, in this case, this is the coffee I've been drinking all my yes, life. Yes, okay, you so, are a creature of habit, if anything. So anyway, I go, over to, I go over to the store, and uh -huh. they look around, they and they come back with some of my coffee. This, mm. is, this is the one I've been eating so long, or it's drinking so long. And... Uh, and one of the people working there didn't know anything about the at one time existence of this big glowing anu that I use, that I drink or eat all the time. And it occurs to me, this is maybe, okay, we'll come back with uh, more of the food show in a moment. <laughs> No, I wasn't yes. finished, but yes, I'll come Tom, back with more of the food show. Okay. After first, if you will, this. We're, I, 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 we're, not, we're not taking a break. <laughs> we're not. It's Kush on Delay Day, though, Tom. Huh? It's Kush on Delay Day. Kush on Delay. Oh. And you know what? I don't want to think about Kush on Delay. I love to eat Kush on Delay. Actually, I don't know if I love to eat Kush on Delay. I like the idea of Kush on Delay. And not necessarily um, cush on delay. Okay, folks, it's a good thing. We, here, Tom. Here, Tom. Here you go, babe. Look. Hmm. Here you go. All right. It's a good thing we do not have a webcam here because I'm watching Tom wandering around looking okay. for something to dry his glasses. I don't have any It is also uh, Gunter Preuss's birthday today. Gunter Preuss. Yeah, today is his birthday? Yep. One of the mm -hmm. great, great shifts in uh, presence and uh, also in the core of uh, all the things that they've done over at Chef Ginta Preuss. I thought his Versailles restaurant was he the was. pinnacle oh, of oh, his no. career. Versailles. Versailles. Uh, I thought that's Versailles a, no, that, that's was somebody else. it. Yeah, that's uh, from, and he's on the show it's once in a while. It's and Dennis yeah. Hutley was his chef. In between, yeah, that's right. Actually, Gunter Preuss also had another really good restaurant, and I say it's Gunter, but it's not really Gunter, but it is really Gunter. Oh, um, it is. Sebs, they, do you they, remember? They Sebs? come from Junior. I mean, from from. Do you remember Sebs? Sebs. S e b s. I, I, I remember. It was an unusual name. I remember the, I remember the name, but I've never been there. It was short lived. Which is a pity because it belongs in that gourmet realm with Legal's Bar and Grill. It was in the early 90s. <coughs> S-E-B is the initial, three initials of the wives of Gunter Preuss. Okay, I'm going to try to remember his name. It's going to drive me crazy. He's an architect and a third person. Does anyone Broussard. remember? Does anyone, you know what? If we, Where's the eat book, Tom? Do you know? Mm -hmm. Can you put your finger on an eat book? Because Pro the Probably name, not, but give me a shot. I'm gonna, when we take a break, I'm going to go get an eat book because it's in there and the women and the husbands are there. But the... The driving force of Sebs was Gunter Preuss. Uh, the and the food was delicious. It was a beautiful restaurant. It was in the space. Oh, I remember. It, it, was, in the, it was in three of the Jack's the, Brewery. The Widdens. Um, 
it was uh, the place that now has it's the. Right. Um, it's like a mall, and it's between Toulouse and Jackson Square, right mm-hmm. there at um, at Decatur. Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's on the river. Right. And there's a space right, oh, right there that was Trey Yen for a time. Uh-huh. And it was Seb's. And then it was Vicki Bailey's venue. I forget the name of that. Uh-huh. But it's that been so many him. different things. <clears throat> but it was briefly a restaurant called Seb's. And to me, Gunter Price, even though he was at Broussard's for a very long time, to me, the best food that came out of a Gunter Preuss restaurant was at Versailles. The, and uh, had Dennis Hutley in the kitchen. The, 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 the restaurant you are and Seb's, uh, and thinking Seb's. about is one that started with Chef Gunter. Actually, he was in the Royal Orleans. Is that where he started? Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Royal Orleans. He, he was in the... Um, uh, he was. Uh, I think he did start on, Royal Orleans. He did. Didn't he? There were several continental European classically trained chefs that started there, including Andrea. Andrea wasn't there yet. He was in the Royal so, uh, Yeah, he hotel. was in the Royal Orleans. They were both at the Royal That's, Orleans. Yeah, but I think the Royal Orleans. The other was two where, were two different. Was where these European chefs were recruited. They came to town. They stayed and went on to do their own thing. Yeah, that's more or less the way it goes. But Gunter is definitely one of those, but and they, I think he had better times. They all left. Other places. They all left uh, restaurants at about the same time, and they used their wives as a method of coming up with Val a, Dancero. That was his name. Val, Val like Dancero. All of a came to me. Val Dancero. That's right. Who was involved with the Carrollton venue on Carrollton Avenue next to Juan's Flying Burrito? Right. And he was an architect. He is an architect. And his wife, uh, I think her name was that, Carolyn or something. It, it no, was, not, no, it wasn't. It you're was close Bonnie. enough. It was Bonnie. Bonnie. So that's, Evelyn is the E, B is Bonnie, and we just have to figure out who the S is and who the husband was because those three wives had a restaurant that yeah, was, was really good to, for a very brief period of time in the Jacksbury. Signing up the people that we've been talking about here, uh, just to, uh, there were three restaurants, uh, all of which were good friends and did a lot of things to get together uh, with them. And uh, in the process of doing that, their wives uh, created other restaurants. The ones just that one, were just one. the most uh, flagrant was the one on the roof of the Jack's Brewery. Right, Sam's. And this was uh, a big, big deal. Anyway, they kind of made fun of it, which the customers also thought was fun about it. And that's why you haven't heard about it, unless you have heard well, about it. Well, it only stayed which a case, couple of years. That's why you haven't heard oh, about yeah, it, probably. Oh, yeah, but their, it was uh, very brief. Their, it was too bad. Too. Their wives and their husbands are still there. And I don't know. So. And I don't know why it was. I guess maybe they. <laughs> I guess maybe the wives thought, well, you know, we can do this. And then they thought, oh, but why would you want to after a couple of years? Because the restaurant business is a very difficult business. It's also very time consuming. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and best left to someone who has it really. You know, really in their heart. I think it's not something that you do lightly. 
Okay, Let's we go that way. We go now to the high uh, to the tie that I was asked about. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Tabasco. Is it Tabasco tie? Uh, no, it isn't. It looks like what uh, a, a very similar bunch of uh, uh, those ties from uh, a song. A food time. tie. It's a food tie. It is a food tie. It's got a lot of food on it. And he's mm -hmm. also a voice. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave this here and we can come back and we can figure out who is a, a rest voice? <laughs> and who is also has something to do with uh, restaurants. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's do that. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. Happy Halloween to you. We'll say that ahead of time. We're looking for people who want to talk about Halloween or Halloween candy. What is the candy that Louisianians prefer above all others for Halloween? Also Mississippi, but none other. Call us, 556-9696. We'll be back. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café Olay and Beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Ponchatoula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the Po' Boy Ice Cream Sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans Highway, 466-2097. Night and day, you are the one. All right. I have gone to the office and found yeah. the eatbook. We actually <clears throat> have more copies of this than I thought. I really think you should redo this book. I mean, even as is, it's out of date, but it's an historical really? representation of a period of time in New Orleans I didn't that I know think that is myself. valuable. Let's see. I'm looking through this. Uh, if you want to, I, I could read some of it. From the fifth floor, Jacksbury Sebs has a commanding view of the Mississippi River. Look the other way and you peer through the kitchen's large windows. The dining room is on two levels with a singular design punctuated by sculptures of fish in what looks like verdigris covered copper but which is actually paper mache these are people who are design and architects so it was kind of an arresting looking place the culinary focus is on a wood-stoked grill over whose flames sebs offers to put stripes of black on several different species of fish from there the menu spreads out both into very traditional creole cooking and into nouvelle territory Unfortunately, the lack of a strong local clientele seems to have lessened the pressure on the kitchen to stay consistent. Start with a magnificent shrimp and crab bisque, ruddy light brown with a bit of cream and pepper and big lumps of crab. The crab meat ravigat, shrimp remoulade, oysters Rockefeller, and oysters Bienville are all very well made. You don't really talk about who is 
Behind Sebs, though, you didn't mention. Behind yeah, Sebs. Yeah, you said yeah. You <clears throat> talk about all the all the the food, but nothing about the actual owners, which I thought was kind of an interesting part of what Sebs is. Anyway, you talk very specifically about the double cut pork chop and bone nibbling deliciousness of any lamb. Uh, so it's interesting that the lamb would have been um, kind of a big thing back then because this is a while ago. This is that early 80s. I mean, not early 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, the best desserts are the raspberry tinged um, chocolate mousse, raspberry layered ice cream meringue pie. Seb's gets, service gets the job done with a modicum of style. It was a good place. And I, um, I'm kind of curious. My brother knows Val and I might ask him to, um, to talk to us because I, I remember Seb's fondly. Anyway, we got on, we have to talk about Seb's because Gunter Preuss was one of the three husbands involved with Seb's, which was the first names of all of their wives. Ooh, they better be able to. And I don't think Evelyn was ever really much involved in that because they were doing Broussards at the time as well. They so did maybe, all three of them together. Maybe that's why Seb's didn't last very long because he was very involved with... Um, Broussards, and also, I think Versailles was around at that time as well. You don't have dates in there, Tom, which is too bad, because I well, would like to have known when those places opened and when they closed. Uh, uh, some of these came and went so fast that they're... Yeah. Uh, that it was hard to which get it down. Which is too bad. Yeah. But uh, we... Uh, I think you prepare them with what was and what could be. You'd find something like. Yeah. All right. Tom, your edible dictionary word of the day is Kugelhof. Kugelhof. Mm -hmm. Better it's eat German some of that. because all things German are hip right now. It's October or the end of October. And Oktoberfest is, um, I guess, winding down around town. In anyway. No Menu, uh, the newsletter today, which is not come out yet but will be out i have a report on our visit to bratzial which is an authentic german beer garden in the bywater and so if you are feeling german in october festy that's a good place to go this weekend well uh while we're waiting for them to come around i want to show you the the, the tie that you were interested in <clears throat> you, you expected a... An, Just a quick little thing because nobody else can see it but me. It's uh, Nobody can see it but me. It looks like the dyes that could have come from a, like a three, three or this four... This looks like a Jim McCutcheon tie. Jim Is it McCutcheon? a Jim McCutcheon tie? Is it a McSee tie? Jim McCutcheon was a guy that worked with Tom for many years at the mothership. WWL. That is correct. And he had a little side business of making ties. This and, is it, indeed. And Tom was probably Jim's best customer. Jim is the I'm, voice that you hear on Casa Garcia commercial I'm and a, Cousins and also Care. I'm a, a pretty good, good uh, business. Uh, a lot of French breads and wine on that is, tie, yeah, Tom. He, and unfortunately, he is, uh, well, wait a minute. Um, There's it, no it's right on, right on the... Uh, <laughs> He's alive and right, well. <laughs> uh, mo, uh, it's... Mixay. Um, Mixay. That was Mixie, the name of this company. New Orleans, yes. yeah. And here yes. it is. And there you it is. Get, you have to admit, 
Uh huh. It's very Faces nice. are beautiful. Yeah, he had a nice. lot of great ties. It's, it's a, funny. People it's, it, always ask. It's cartoony, you. but uh, it's a wonderful movie. People always so. asked you about that. Uh, Jim used to do the thing that I used to do, uh -huh. which was go to Hancock mm. Fabrics yep. and get cool fabrics. But in the case of me, I would get kitty prints. All right. And make things out of um, kitty prints. And you could. Jim used to make ties that he would then sell to Tom and other people, but food ties mostly to Tom. Five five six nine six nine six. By the end of the show, someone please remind me to say what the candy is that Louisianians prefer above all others for Halloween. Yeah. Still would like to talk to anyone about their Halloween plans. Uh, probably, maybe a party here and there. Is anyone going to the bar that's opening tomorrow night? We had them There's on the a bar air opening? a couple of weeks. Yeah, it was, it's Let's opening it. in the spot that was formerly, what is it, Johnny White's on- Johnny on, White's? Yes, down on Bourbon and the Hole in the Wall oh, bar is Johnny, reopening yeah. tomorrow night. They, call, uh, they claim to be the bar and or uh, uh, bar or restaurant that was the first to read and read. I don't think they ever closed. Did they? Did they close? That's, I don't think that's they what they say. Katrina. They yeah, say they that did. a that they had the first one that left after Katrina, and then they also claim to keep on taking yeah, I don't care think of. Think they the, ever closed, Tom? I think John White I, the, stayed open the whole time. Well, I was working on this across the street at uh -huh. that time. That's yeah. I don't think they ever closed. And uh, so uh, I think that's a safe. Yeah, who's uh, on the uh, line? Possible. Uh, that's that's a good guess, I think. Okay, let's go to Mac. <clears throat> Mac, Mac. Yes, Mac. Who that? I don't know. Hey, Mac. Hey. Just some gay name, Mac. <laughs> You don't want to talk hey, about it? You can go straight to hell. <laughs> he didn't mean that. Glad to hear you all back after the storm. Yes, good grief. What an interesting couple of days. We actually had one that came here. Mm -hmm. so, well, what wow. happened to you all? What happened? I haven't, I haven't heard. There you are. What happened they to do. you guys? Where did you are listening to, to the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's fun to be here with you did every we day. Go, did we go anywhere? We didn't go anywhere. We uh, the, the station... For once, it wasn't us. The station had some problems because they were in the, you know, the the eye came right over the city. So mm, yeah. we're on the North Shore, and we fared a little bit right. better, except our power went out at 5 o'clock on, on Wednesday yeah. and didn't come back till 8 last night. What about Boy, you? Boy, do I know about that. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, I'm in the Jackson, Mississippi area, and oh, we were okay. out of the cone. Okay. We were in, but then we, then we got out, so we're good. So, Wait, you lost power, yeah. too? You lost power? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. We okay. didn't lose power. In fact, uh, you know, I tell you, even in Katrina, uh, we didn't lose power too long. We lost it for one day. Our biggest problem was uh, the gas shortage we had, up yeah. the, even up this area. You know, yeah, it was it was a problem, but just one day. But there were people in the in the uh, central Mississippi area above Hattiesburg yes. who did have some yes. significant problems. Yes. But we we were fortunate we didn't we didn't have a problem, so we're good. You know, after Katrina, we spent a very long period of time. In fact, it was a part of our family story because our son wound up in boarding school up there and and stayed yeah. in the D.C. area, and so we traveled that highway. Um, 59, you know, yeah. I won't say monthly, but regularly. And I remember the first time we traveled it after Katrina, I couldn't believe the damage that was above Hattiesburg. 
and you yeah. would see oh, people stranded on the amazing. side of the road with gas. So yes, we are very familiar with what happened to you guys there after Katrina. Very All right, moving on. You know, and you know, and, and I've traveled fifty. Not it's a whole the food lot show. I'm up What's in, up? Up in the East Tennessee and Western North Carolina area, and you know, even back in the days before the interstates, I remember traveling from New Orleans up to uh, Western North Carolina. It took us a day and a half. I remember we'd leave from uh, downtown New Orleans. Dad worked there, and we'd we'd drive to Birmingham uh, and get there about uh, eight o'clock at night. And we were traveling on Highway 11, and then we'd get the next morning. And by say that late afternoon, we'd get to Western North Carolina. So it was a day and a half drive back in the yeah. old days. So. Yep, yep. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I would do it. I, I got it down to like 16 hours from here straight to DC. And it just yeah. got to be such routine that that you know it, you, after a while you go ah who needs to who needs to stop for the night let's just book it through so yeah, anyway there, I there assume you, you called about something else we have about just three minutes well you so. know, I've got a guess I've got a guess on the candy we'll oh, see please. if I'm right or not yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. y'all have a y'all have a prize for me uh, before I but give sure, you sure I'll give you a prize okay sure. okay okay good I don't even know what it is that's good all right my guess is payday. No, I don't have to give you a prize. That's not it. Okay. <laughs> You're going to be very okay, surprised. Okay. There is no chocolate involved in this candy at all. It's, it's, well, uh, I don't, payday pay doesn't have any chocolate. It's just, it's just pink, it's pecans and nougat, I think, you know. It doesn't, it doesn't have a, uh, it doesn't have like a chocolate cover to it? No. No? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's not this. That's not the candy anyway. But um, okay. Yeah. Well, half yeah. tried. I'm gonna have to go look. I'm gonna have to see if there's. Let me look and see if payday is on is anyone's favorite because I don't recall seeing that one as. Well, as I thought it was. I thought I read favorite. sometime back that it was, and it was. Well, maybe uh, it kind was, like, but uh, not for this particular yeah. year. I don't. Know, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, hey, hey, we tried. We we we'd see if we give it a shot. You know, <laughs> I, I may be a different year. Who well, knows? I, <laughs> I I feel like I want to give you something just for calling because you know we don't get a well, lot. Well, hey, so. you know that that's good. Ask me more questions. I'll give you more information. Maybe I'll be worth it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just so grateful to have a caller. So look, if you send yeah. us to Tom at nomenu.com, if you send us your address then i'll send you something how's that oh Tom, like a mailing address .com. my mailing address yes i need your mailing address to oh, mail something okay to okay yeah. all right I, yeah. I will do that and this is mac mac in mississippi yeah. and i'll identify myself that way okay Th that sounds good all right that's great hey thank you for great calling. thank you appreciate it Bye -bye. thanks a lot for calling it's the food five, five, show. Six, and that's nine, uh, six, nine, six. And, See how easy it is to get something out of us? Of course, there are people who are cursing right now saying, I thought I got something out of you, but I didn't get it. Hmm. And that's probably very true. And I've if you're never one heard of those anybody people, do that. send an email saying, hey, I'm one of those people and reference the call because there are people who do fall through the cracks. I'm embarrassed to say, but it is true. A lot right. going on over here. You know, what can I say? A lot going on over here. We're looking for your Halloween plans. Uh, if you are having a party, what are you serving? If you've been to a Halloween party, what's a great memory? Tell us a little bit about it. You know, uh, I was scattering around on top of the Chevy, not the Chevy, the uh, the levee mm -hmm. uh, over the Park weekend. My Chevy to the levee. And... That's about it. <laughs> but uh, we were uh, finding that, and it's just something I've seen in a while. Uh, 
Uh, but uh, then there are other people who come in and they buy things that really get me. Because uh, you say, why in the world are they buying this? And uh, if you have anything... Are you talking about candy like that? Yeah. Well, that's what I want to know. Tom, we have to take a break, though, for the top right. of the hour news. Now, when we come back, we'll talk some more about Halloween and anything else that you want to talk about having to do with food. That's what we do. There you go. WGSO New Orleans. It's 3 o'clock. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO New Orleans. Biden telling his supporters in Iowa. There's literally not a thing we've ever been unable to do. Nothing. The only country in the world that's ever come out of every crisis stronger than it went in is the United States of America. And with your help, I promise you, that's what we'll do again. The former vice president speaking at a drive-in event in Des Moines. He's also doing a campaign stop in St. Paul, Minnesota, and ending his evening in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Following nights of looting and rioting in Philadelphia, the Pennsylvania National Guard is now in the city of brotherly love. Tensions remain high in the city following the fatal shooting of a 27-year-old man with a knife by police. You're listening to USA Radio News. At 58 years of age, I noticed a dramatic energy decline. After a five-day work week, I had to use one of my days off to rest and recover. I also had cut my gym business down from three times a week to once a week. Since I began using Green Meadow Way, my energy level has greatly improved. I no longer have to take a day to recover. I have increased my gym visits back to three times a week. I'm actually more active and feeling better now than I have in the last five years. It's so nice to wake up in the morning feeling good and ready to go. Before trying Green Meadow Way, I must have tried every whey protein product on the market, and every one of them caused me bloating, gas, and constipation. I've had no such issues with Green Meadow Way. In fact, I'm sleeping better, my vision has improved, and surprisingly, my emotional and mental state has also improved. I love what Green Meadow Way has done for me. Green Meadow Way comes from milk derived from grass pasture cows. To order, call 888-988-3325 or visit GreenMeadowWay.com. President Trump is again pointing out the economy ahead of Tuesday's election. The economy is going to be very shortly at a level which I don't think it ever was. Last year was the best year we've ever had, and I really believe that next year, next year will be the best year economically we've ever had. The president talking to reporters outside the White House and citing this week's GDP report, which the recovery grew at a 33.1% annualized rate last quarter. Agents from Immigration and Customs Enforcement and Customs and Border Protection have been told to be ready for possible unrest in Washington, D.C. on Election Day. An anonymous ICE official telling NBC News that agents are ready to secure federal buildings and work with local police. The move comes as a YouGov poll released earlier this month found that a majority of voters, nearly 56 percent, expect to see an increase in violence following the election. USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. 
Democrats have their sights set on winning the Senate, which could possibly give them control of the House, Senate, and White House. As far as the Senate goes, Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell says... It's a 50-50 proposition. We have a lot of exposure. This is a huge Republican class because it's the class that took the majority in 2014, and now I've got a lot of people up. 23 Republicans, only 12 Democrats. There are dogfights all over the country. And as far as some advice for those 23 senators running, Senate GOP Conference Chairman John Barrasso telling Fox News, Well, I would talk about the con... It's the third chorus of the food show coming to you from the big eight show. Nope. Eight show? Nope, what nope. in the world? WGSO. W. Reboot of the food show here in WGSO. 32 years running for Tom and two for me, but we want to talk food with you. That's what we yeah. do. That's what What would you like to forever. eat over at your place? Right. We'd love to hear from you about all or any of that. We talk about New Orleans food, but we talk about all kinds of it as well. If you're into getting a BB's uh, barred for a... Uh, for Halloween. For Halloween. <laughs> uh, over During the weekend, uh, there was uh, someone who was a little deraved. Uh, Actually, I, there's <clears throat> one state here that has the only one that likes Starburst. So we what? at least have three states that like the candy that we like. And I'm sorry to say, Mac, that no one, no one picked payday. No state picked payday. One, pay, Three well, states did Snickers, one for Milk Duds, one for Starburst, oh, one for the candy apple pops, mm-hmm. three for the candy that we are in, and most everyone liked, oh, no, there's one for Skittles, too. That is maybe, oh, you know what? I'm not as good as my grandson. I'm not even sure what state that is. <laughs> it's just because of the way there's a, a line drawn to it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to check that out. But most of them are Twix, Reese's couple of Snickers, most Kit Kats, Kit Kats and um, Reese's. Those are the most popular ones. Only two for M&M's, which is odd. That that state is, uh, looks like Kentucky for M&M's. Anyway, 5569696, if you would like to guess the favorite Halloween candy of Louisiana. Oh, sure. Anything chocolate. No. No, no, Tom, no. Oh, I'm wrong. No, these people have no taste. What can I say? They're not. Well, so what? what is they it? They don't like chocolate. Uh, I'm not going to say. We'll say it at the end oh. of the show. Oh. Looking for people to talk about Halloween if you want to. We went to Pyre. Pyre Provisions we, uh, the other day. We were there the, the day before and the yes. day after. Well, we went, it, we went. Strangely enough. We went there mm-hmm. last week and had such a great meal mm-hmm, that good. when we decided to abort our trip to Baton Rouge on Hurricane Day, we turned around and got to Pyre before they closed at 2 o'clock because everybody was shutting down. That place has really come unto its own. Mm-hmm. We have it had really has. some terrific meals there. 
Yeah, that's uh, that is a true fact. Yeah. It has really come it, up. It really when has. when they first opened, their menu was barely had barely enough on it to make anyone who had never been there before or who had ever heard about it, even in some cases, uh, because uh, there just wasn't happening. Uh, there was a lot of stuff on it. Oh, it was just there but, wasn't a cohesive unit well, to my, it. My, my point here is that they are doing, uh, they have tremendously uh, raised the size of the menu and the customers in the, in the menus. And it has come together very well to the point where there's nothing left on the menu. They have enough of it there that you can find it and, and have a good skeptical well, for dining out. <clears throat> the guy who owns it, his name is Jeff Mattia. He is a veteran who lived in 30 countries as he was deployed around the globe and became intrigued with each unique cultural experience mm -hmm. and then he took a little bit of all of those global cuisines and crafted a louisiana based menu with influences from so many of those countries and honestly it's a great idea but when they started it was kind of all over the place. And I really liked it the first time I went and didn't like it for about three or four other times after that. And finally, I had sort of given up on it. And I just, you know, would leave there and I would think, you know, pick something. Pick something and make that the unifying element. And I finally did do that. I, I didn't say that. It wasn't like I gave them advice and they stuck to it and so it's really good now. I, none of that. I just would think to myself, boy, they need to settle on something. And then, lo and behold, about, I don't know, two or three months after that, it was kind of like they just gravitated toward barbecue. But this is not like barbecue. This is gourmet, globally inspired barbecue. And it's really good, really good. We, I think that oyster dish that you've been getting, Tom, is like one of the best oyster dishes out there right now. They have been uh, finally preserving. It's preserves spectacularly what good. They are, what they are looking is to get the quality of the uh, restaurants to go up. It's, and that has happened. It's about <clears throat> six to eight fried oysters. Tell me the the name of the uh, P Y R E Pyre P -Y -R -E. as in fire. P Y R E. It's a funny name. Well, it's it's it means fire. <clears throat> Pyre provisions. You want to hear of an unusual menu that these folks have done? Well, they they have an unusual menu. They have sure. they I have mean, several of them, but they but, but it's not like out. It's not scattered. my turn. <laughs> um. The one, uh, there's this one thing that they uh, have uh, come along over there with. Uh, well, now, I, now I've ruined it for every <laughs> silly stuff. Uh, <clears throat> no, uh, what they uh, actually had was for dessert. I would almost not be able to get dessert, but they went ahead. The girls did to uh, tell me that I could uh, indulge in that. And... Um, and it came to the table, and it was uh, 
it was a very cakey bread pudding. It was exactly more cake that's than that's bread what it was. it was. It was that it's, it's that's such a strange idea to take bread pudding uh, and make it from uh, a, a, a gourmet. Um, what do we call it? What, what kind we, of sauce was that, Tom? It was like uh, the came kind of same kind of sauce you would build bread pudding out of. So that's was, that's what was. was so unusual uh -huh. about it, and uh, and the, the grits. It was grits, big grits with some other things in them, and they put that all together and they had a bread pudding. I've I've never seen anything like that ever. That's a real go go, and that's whoever came up with that one is a good chef. I wonder who that was. It was a nice piece of work. I'm doing animal duty, so go ahead and talk. <clears throat> if you wanted to talk, go ahead. Huh? All right, so the, um, the we got the oysters. Uh -huh. We'll start off with the oysters, yep. which is six to eight fried oysters sitting in a very generous pool of a smoky ranch dressing with chow chow mm -hmm. this is extraordinarily good like crazy good yeah and that's then my we got a beet mm -hmm. salad which was chunks of beet mm -hmm. with baby kale i'm sorry i'm sorry no matter how many times i try it i'm not a kale fan but what? this was a light vinaigrette with a like a creme fraiche schmear alongside it was really beautiful and it had pecans and goat cheese in it and it was good i mean uh, what entree? overlooking the kale but it was good what what course was that well we each we got we got those two as a starter okay and then we got cantonese ribs cantonese barbecue ribs mm -hmm. which were a dry rubbed st louis pork rib with chopped peanuts on it this was great really good you, each platter comes with two sides i got grits which i liked very well great they were not spectacular but they were certainly good uh, they were cheese grits. And then um, the waitress, who we love, recommended so very highly. She was ecstatic to recommend the carrots. And she said, you will never have carrots like this again. And I thought, well, that's quite an endorsement of the lowly carrots. So, okay, sure. She's right. You will never have carrots like that again. No, they you won't. They were spectacularly yeah. <laughs> good. They were um, sort of sliced lengthwise and fantastically good. And then um, he makes his own pickles. You know, those were very, very good. I don't usually, I, I just want to scream Frank at Bryson chefs, used to do stop that. with the pickles. But that's, these were really that's, good. That's, good. Uh, that's uncommon. Well, not uh -huh. anymore. Everybody's making their own pickles. But most people, I don't like their pickles. These were good. Yeah. Let's see. He told us when he came over to visit, he told us about pulling off a pork butt right as we uh, were talking. <laughs> and then he showed us a picture he, picture he was doing for Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. You might want to sign up for their Instagram. It looked like a great picture. I bet you they have a really nice Instagram. And I thought, oh, God, that looks really good. And he goes, I'm going to send you out a little bit. So he sent us out a pile of, of this pork that came off the uh, the grill. It was terrific. Mm-hmm. And then, then there was cornbread on this platter. And the cornbread was not, like, so outstanding in terms of flavor, but it had a great texture to it. It was kind of like this cake. And that was good, too. So this was a terrific platter of barbecue so they've settled on barbecue but it's a globally inspired barbecue and they have definitely come unto their own i am really digging that place right now and then tom got his bread pudding which was not grits it was bread pudding it was just a really cakey bread pudding so well it had it had all the sauce that was folded into it yeah, it was definitely saucy. All right, we'll be back. Five five six nine six nine six. If you want to talk to us, we want to talk to you. The Crescent City Steakhouse has been a favorite since the first time I discovered it on Mardi Gras Day. This old-fashioned steakhouse hasn't changed much since it opened in 1934. I love the steaks. Here is prime beef, dry-aged in-house, a great T-bone or porterhouse steak. The Vojkovic family has welcomed generations of locals to this special place, and they'd love to welcome you. Crescent City Steakhouse, 1001 North Broad, 821-3271. Casa Garcia is tucked into a shopping center where Metairie turns to Kenner. Octavio Garcia has been welcoming people in to enjoy the flavors of his homeland since 1984. Try the seafood sampler, seafood nachos, or a 14-ounce grilled pork chop. Octavio's mother, Sarita's tamales are on the menu, but I'll stick to her delicious flan. Casa Garcia, 8814 Veterans Boulevard, Metairie, 4640854. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Oh, Lordy, I just opened another book that came in the mail, which is going to be a new favorite. It's called The Book of Pie. Mm. Who does not love pie? Everything you need to know to bake the perfect pie. I love pretty pictures. Doesn't everyone love pretty pictures? There's actually not that many pictures in this book, but the pictures that are there are gorgeous pie pictures. We're going to have her on. That is Erin Jean McDowell. So we'll, I'll have a chance to look at that. We have this guy coming on who um, I had to tell the publicist that I need some more time to look at the book because it's so scientific. It's a really unique book it's this guy who's we're all about the science now so this is a book about your olfactory sense and it's kind of like i don't want to think too deeply about this because it talks about the molecules that fly around in the air 
But it's about how your olfactory sense differentiates molecules and your smell and how it relates to what you eat. And it's really deep, like really deep. And I got to really kind of study it a little bit before we talk about it. I mean, I could do it off the press release, but it would not really, it's not really fair. I need to really kind of explore this book a little bit. It's called, wait, I forget what it's called. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I forget what it's called. I have to look at the press release, but it's, uh, it's about your smell. It's really, really interesting. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. Okay. I'm having fun with the map of the states. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the different states and who likes what. People who are in Idaho and North Dakota and Florida love Snickers for Halloween. People who are in Massachusetts and in Maryland, it looks like, or is that Jersey? Yeah, that might be Jersey. Um, people in Jersey and in Kentucky like M&Ms and that's it just them everybody likes Reese's peanut butter cups New Mexico Arizona and Texas the the really substantial places Arizona Texas Utah Colorado Nebraska South Dakota, Iowa, I'm trying to figure out which one that is. They're kind of all on top of each other. Also, Indiana, and then up the eastern seaboard, Maryland, New Hampshire, Virginia, the Carolinas, and Georgia. They're all Reese's places. The Twix states are Washington. Oh, wait, also Alaska likes Reese's, like the hardier people. Uh, Washington State and Nevada, Montana, Wyoming, New Mexico, West Virginia, they like Twix. Snickers is only Florida, North Dakota, and Idaho. Kit Kats are everywhere. Maine, Massachusetts, um, Pennsylvania, Maryland. Gosh, they're all they're all over and they're all stuffed together too. I think that's I think that's it though. I think a lot so. Of Kit, a lot of Kit Kats. California, Kit Kat, Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio, Kentucky, Maine, 
Massachusetts. Did I say that three times? I keep looking at the mm. same state thinking it's, it's three different ones. Anyway, Louisiana, I'm going to just tell you what Louisiana is. Louisiana and Mississippi and also Connecticut. No, it's Rhode Island. Um, we like nerds. Nerds. Isn't that just like a little, a little tiny ball of sugar? coated in more sugar you sure do is that what it is I've, I've seen nerds and they're they're sort of amorphous little globules of sugar yeah a little so bit very of sugar. disappointed in the state with the great food to, to like their nerds what? a little bit of this you can do with a little bit of uh, house oh, disappointing and you uh, and you just enough just barely enough to show that it's whitish and a darkish color. And then you, uh, you can put it underneath the uh, uh, microwave uh, thing. Who is not this, on this list, Oh, Tom. just about anybody. You can get somebody to uh, do a, 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 one of those approaches to it. Not everybody, of course. There are not a people who can't do it. I will tell you that um, <clears throat> the one thing I do not see on this list is something that I actually would deviate from my chocolate with. I did like never candy corn, but Chick-O Sticks. Chick-O Sticks. You, <laughs> Chick-O Sticks. I grant you all of my... Because they were peanuts, and I do like peanuts. All of my Chick-O Sticks are to, uh, Chick-O Sticks. given to you. Like a, I think they had like a, um, sort of a brittle in the middle brittle in the middle and then they had this Something like, like very middle, yeah. strange coating on the outside mm -hmm. but i did like chico sticks and i'm surprised that i even tried a chico stick because it doesn't look like something i would try you know what i did today speaking of peanuts tell us i decided to make those cookies i've been threatening to make the ones that you used to make fun of when we started dating it was the i used to call them the tree bark cookies they were oatmeal Crunchy peanut butter. They had some sugar, eggs, vanilla, chocolate, and that was it. But they were they were like this. They were kind of like a a meal unto themselves, and they were very hefty cookies. And so I decided, since I am, I know this is hilarious to hear me say because of all the chocolate I eat. But that's really the only thing that I eat. And I won't say it's bad because chocolate's a health food now. But I do eat a lot of it, which makes it kind of problematic. But um, I really am into nutrition and, you know, things that are not good for you and try to get rid of those kinds of things. So I didn't put white sugar in these. I used honey. Mm-hmm. Honey is good. Yeah. Honey is all mm -hmm. kinds of things you yeah. can do with honey. Yeah. So I had honey. And I have, I have these honeys from various hotels from all over the place. And I don't, I don't want to use them because they're like little mementos. So I used one and then I didn't want to use it anymore. So there was this Louisiana honey right on top of that, this big giant tub of that. And I forgot to put it in. So there was not very much honey in the cookies. And then I realized that Mary Lee took all the vanilla with her. So... <laughs> So I took this vanilla that is an empty Ronald Reginald vanilla, but it has vanilla beans in it. 
and it's just sort of sitting there. So I put some water in the vanilla and sort of shook it up to use this kind of, you know, whatever traces of vanilla I could get from it. So it's not a promising start. So I had a little bit of honey. I had the vanilla water. Then I had um, two eggs and the peanut butter from the, the fresh market where you, you churn it yourself because I don't like like commercial peanut butter. So I put that in there and I didn't, I thought I had too much of it because peanut butter is one of those things like bananas that takes over everything. So I didn't, I didn't put enough in and the cookies, they're not peanut buttery enough. And then I put the oats in and the chocolate and I, oh, and I had some of Grayson Gill's whole wheat flour, which is pure, 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 like so pure it makes a dust. I mean, I actually covered my mouth because there was a cloud of dust from it. So then I, um, I mixed all that together and I baked it. And I have to say, they're a pale shadow of the ones that I used to make. Makes a good bread pudding. Well, you know what I decided to do? I'm not going to eat it as a cookie. I'm probably not going to eat it. <clears throat> probably give it to the neighbors, see if she'll eat it. But, um, but it, it really kind of is like a, a healthy breakfast. I mean, it's just got like two tablespoons of honey. That's the only sugar in it everything else and there's of course the flour but everything else is you know oats there's chocolate which is a health food now eggs and um and peanut butter you know a peanut butter is the oil i i heated the oil and made it like an oil so um they were disappointing but at least i finally can did happen, it because i've been threatening to do it for a long time and uh, i'm sure that they could be improved upon but i don't need to make any cookies more desirable so we'll just leave unwell enough alone and and i'll just move on with my life from those cookies that i've been talking about for a long time five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us we're blathering on as we always are about food we do not have a tremendous amount of eating experiences because things have been closed for the last couple of days I'm trying to think of where we... Oh, we didn't eat anywhere last night. Um, but we did... So we went to Torchy's and neither of us was hungry last night. So we kind of sort of thought about going to Forks and Corks. Mainly because I wanted to have a drink, which is unusual for me. So that'll tell you what a rough day it was yesterday. 5569696 is the number. We have bottom of the hour news time coming up from the Louisiana Radio Network. After that, some more talk about food. So give us a call, will you? Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Matt Doyle. Governor Edwards says there may be polling stations in southeast Louisiana that do not have power restored before Tuesday. He says they're working to identify every polling station that will not be in service Tuesday so they can have an opportunity to select alternate locations. To have the, the machines and, and the poll workers prepared to go there, but also try to communicate with the voters who, who voted that, at that precinct where the, the new location is. And Louisiana's congressional delegation request for 100% federal cost share of debris removal from Hurricane Laura receives approval from President Trump. Senator Bill Cassidy says it'll take the burden off local communities. And the debris is moving. You're going to have 30 days where things really pile up. And so he's going to cover that force with a with 100%, and that is fantastic. Before the request was amended by congressional members, cities and parishes were required to pay 25% of debris renewal. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com News. This has been Matthew Doyle reporting. 
Okay, Louisiana, you all know the situation. Until there's a vaccine, there's a pandemic. Fortunately, there's an easy, confidential way to give each other a heads up on COVID-19 exposure so we can limit the spread and keep each other safe. If you've had close contact with someone who tests positive, the Department of Health will call and fill you in on testing and resources to stay healthy. Contact tracing. It's that simple. Answer the call. 877-766-2130. Pick up the phone. Slow down the spread. Louisiana is worth it. This is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. It's a snap to claim your unclaimed property money. Go to latreasury.com and click on unclaimed property today. Before you know it, your check will be in the mail. Unclaimed property is your money. Claim it. LSU Tiger fans keep up with all the action with Tiger Rag's daily e-newsletter. Subscribe now by going to TigerRag.com. You can also receive breaking information on Twitter at Tiger underscore Rag. For 42 years, Tiger Rag Magazine, the Bible of LSU sports. You make me feel so young. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking to Henry off the air. I got lost there for a second. Five five six nine six five five six nine six nine six. You're listening to The Food Show, and we're going to talk to Greg right now, someone we haven't heard from in a while. How are you, Greg? I'm wonderful. How are you, Marianne? Hi. We're hey, hanging in there. You guys doing okay? Well, that's yeah, that's, that's about right. With the power outages, what a rough storm it was. Yeah, it was surprisingly. I mean, usually, you know, the press gets everybody worked up and then nothing happens. But this time we actually had one. Are you, where are you? You're not in town, are you? No, I'm in, I'm in Austin. I'm in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Well, so are you calling about Torchy's Tacos? (laughs) Actually, it's funny. I am because you guys now, I think it's LSU, right? Is that the location in Baton Rouge? We do have one. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I want you to know this though. If you ever, if you ever find yourself in Austin, Texas, or Central Texas, there's another place that's really good called Taco Deli. I don't know if you're familiar with okay. that. No. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's very good. Do you like it better than Torchies? I do. Not much better. Not because it's just like an Austin thing or anything. No, I do. I just I do like Torchies too. Don't get me wrong, but I do prefer mm-hmm. them. Torchies has a really good queso. I don't know if you saw that on the menu. Um, we did have it. Re- we had the chori queso, the green yeah. chili or what, the chori. What did you think about it? Did you like it? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't, I didn't really, I wasn't crazy about anything that we had yesterday. And I almost yeah. wish that I could sort of teleport myself to the Austin version to see if yeah. it's my imagination or if it's that I was enthralled with the whole vacation thing or what, but I know that we had uh, Torchies in Austin, and then we had it again in Houston. And I prefer of all three experiences, the one in Houston, Mm -hmm. which is is off of Westheimer. And I thought that was a really good experience. Mm -hmm. And I thought the chips there were unlike anything I'd ever had before. And it was right. just delicious. Yesterday, yeah. the chips were kind of stale, and maybe it's that maybe it's that it's kids, and so they don't really care, you know. Because right. all these other yeah. locations are not on a campus; they're somewhere Correct. else. Correct. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's it. I don't know. Well, you know, Marianne, I, I compare it to Shake Shack. I've had some wonderful experiences at Shake Shack. I know you talked about some too. And I then love Shake Shack. Sometimes yeah. I go, and I'm like underwhelmed especially by their fries i don't know oh the, the uh, fries are sad 
Yeah. The fries yeah. are actually a disgrace for Danny Meyer, I think. You know, yeah. I mean. No, I'll, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I've had some. The burger's still, like you said, the burger's decent. It's great. I, I like it. But, yeah. but the. And it, what's funny is the opposite is with uh, In N Out. They have really good fries, but not the best yes. burger. In the Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. I wanted you know, to ask you, I was. I was uh, reminiscing the other day, the Liuza family, I think I've talked about this before, but a buddy of mine sent me a picture of the old Cuco's Mexican restaurant. Oh, yes. I loved Cuco's. Yeah. So we were just talking. Where was it? Was it on Vet? Do you remember where on Veterans? It wasn't Metairie. Okay. Uh, I think it was. If, If my memory serves me correctly, and it might not, so somebody else help here. Um, there's a complex now which is between Transcontinental okay. and Veterans, which is, or was, I'm not sure if Bonefish is still there. I think it might still be there. Um, there was a Marcello there. This is like an old, um, oh, yeah. Okay. it yeah, was yeah. an old car dealership. It was a gigantic place, and now it's right. a strip mall. If I... If I had to place Kuko's, I would say it was either in that area or right. it was on the other side. No, it was definitely in that area. It's between Green Acres and Transcontinental. Tom, is that right where the old Kuko's was? It was by Hooters, I think. I think Kuko's was right by Hooters. But it was on the right-hand right right side. Yeah, you're correct, yes. Marianne. Which, yeah. Would that be River, right? Ne- was it right next to Hooters? Was it right next to Hooters? I don't think so. Think Is Hooters still there? I haven't. It's not a place I look for. I don't a lot. know about that either. Hooters is still you know, around, that's isn't it? That, that for being such a busy, you know, busy street, uh, that's one area that um, I don't know. I know Don is Don Seafood Hut still open on Veterans? I'm not yes, on sure the other that. side. It's on the other side. I want to say okay. that it's in that lemon lime section of Veterans. Does anyone remember exactly where Kuko's was? I mean, the building's not there. No, and I think no, the I think on. I think it was right next door to Kuko's, unless my memory does not serve me correctly. Yeah, well, hopefully somebody will let us know. And by the way, Marianne, have you been to speaking of that street uh, veterans? Have you been to Boulevard recently? I love Boulevard. I'm, I'm not as I'm not as much a fan of Boulevard, the old Houston's, but I like the other one, the old La Madeline, better. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, are yeah. you? Do you come here a lot? I do, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so, spent a lot of time between Austin and New Orleans and discovering really great food. Uh, I'm with you though, Marianne. You call it the the club members, the the younger, the millennials, I believe, the club. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> some of those don't get no. I don't discriminate. Some of those places are good, but I still prefer the more older, established. I guess you know, traditional type of uh, eatery. Well, I think I discovered what it is about the millennials the other day. It was just sort of like, you know, um, free thinking. Pardon me, Henry, who's a millennial. Um, <laughs> but but um, they were raised on, like, like I was raised, as I've mentioned many times, on the convenience foods of the 50s. Right. But I feel like the convenience foods of the 90s were even worse. The convenience oh, foods yeah. of the 90s were, like, not food. I mean, no. 
I mean, I guess you could argue about Vienna sausages, but at least there was some kind of meat in there. I mean, this Kraft macaroni and cheese orange powder stuff, I still, I can't even believe that. And that's like well, my yeah. kids are. And I'm part of the middle generation. Yeah. I just, I turned 40. So I'm, I guess I'm a little old for millennial, but I'm also young to be Gen X. So I guess I'm sort of like crammed in huh? the middle. You're an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1980, 1980, because uh-huh. millennial is usually 1980. The beginning of millennial is 83, if I'm not mistaken, or 82 uh-huh. maybe, uh, to like okay. 97 or 96. So, yeah, but anyway, yeah. but you're right. The convenient frozen pizzas, for example, those like little party pizzas, remember those that are like 89 cents or whatever? But, yeah, um, the the Lunchables, the Lunchables. Lunchables, yeah. I mean, that Lunchables. kind of stuff. It's like, that's not – that. Yeah. I used to joke about Lunchables being like um, – uh, I'm trying to think of what, like, Play-Doh, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. The fruit roll-ups. I mean, come yeah. on, you know? So I'm thinking that maybe if you're brought up on that kind of stuff, then a lot of this stuff is considered right. good. So I we know. were talking about cereal the other day, that, that chain um, oh, of the cereal. Yeah. And I I'm thinking, What was the name of it? Cereal... Serialistic or something like Seriality. that. Seriality. 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 Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm thinking, oh come on, are you kidding? Like, come on, yeah. that's a that's a restaurant, you know. So yeah, well, I mean, I've decided I've just gotten the great. It was like the great light bulb went off about why yeah. <laughs> about the millennial thing. I get it now, you know. Before and I a generation go, brought Marianne. up a, what. I was going to say, before I let you guys go, um, what restaurants do you have in mind this weekend? Are you you and Tom going to go out to eat somewhere? Well, we've been on this kick now where we're just like, we're doing the Michael 75 drive-by <laughs> where we, we go someplace oh, okay. and we hit a bunch of different places. And half the time we get there, we go, eh, I don't think so. But it's like getting out of the house and we're just, you know, into that. I actually, I'm going to try and talk Tom into going back to Baton Rouge this weekend and going to that Gino's place because Don the Gourmet Neighbor is very yeah. high on it. Yeah, so, you're right. I can only give you what we're doing now yeah so i don't know um but but uh i feel like new orleans is not open up enough yet and um it's it's a very strange and it's kind of i'm sorry to say a little depressing and yeah so, uh, thing. And we're, no. yeah we're kind of sick on the north shore so we're kind of doing outside stuff so anyway. there you go i look forward All to right. hearing the report on monday you guys have a great weekend okay you too. Bye-bye. Thank Thanks you. for calling, Bye-bye. Greg. Five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us. We would love to talk to you. Henry, have we done um, have we done Maple Street yet? I get up and do stuff during the commercials. If Maple Street has not aired, I want to introduce It is. So let me just go ahead and do that right now because it kind of can set off a little bit of a chat about about um, the big holiday coming up after the one tomorrow. Once we leave Halloween, the next thing we start thinking about is Thanksgiving. And I feel like we have a, we have a dilemma for Thanksgiving that uh, I don't know, we're going to be left out in the cold, I think. We may wind up at a restaurant for the first time ever for Thanksgiving. So um, we usually talk a little bit about restaurants for Thanksgiving. So if anyone would like to talk about that, 
let's do it. I got a text from uh, Jamil over at Maple Street Cafe with his Thanksgiving menu, which makes me start thinking about Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go ahead and just do his commercial and tell you that you should go to Maple Street Cafe for Thanksgiving. This is a really charming place. The last time I was there, I like their, I like their Mediterranean style food. But I never really paid attention to the place itself until I was there recently. It's like this, it's like this charming little Mediterranean bistro with the plants and the patio and it's, it's really lovely. And uh, on a beautiful day, like today, it would be great to be there. But he has a very extensive Thanksgiving menu, so I'm going to just run through it really quickly and just do the Maple Street uh, commercial right now. For starters on Thanksgiving, and I'm sure the price is going to be great, corn and crab soup or a fresh spring mix salad. There are a number of entrees. There's prime rib with horseradish au jus, a pepper-crusted duck breast, Topped with a blueberry cognac sauce. There's, of course, baked turkey with the fixins. Veal Nora. Angel hair ziad. This is uh, shrimp sautéed with mushrooms and dried uh, sun-dried tomatoes. There's an almond-crusted redfish. And the price for this for adults is $29.95. Unbelievable and $16.95 for kids 12 and under. And of course they have desserts. But this is a really well-priced restaurant. It's a very affordable option if you are looking for uh, a Thanksgiving meal. And I think uh, that I would highly recommend that. 5569696 is the number. We can go ahead and play the commercial too because I don't have the address here. But um, but I just wanted to throw out the idea of dining in a restaurant for Thanksgiving and tell you that Maple Street Cafe is getting out ahead of everyone with their menu. I do want some suggestions about Thanksgiving though because um, because like I say, it's going to be a different kind of Thanksgiving. 5569696, we'll be right back. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. 
Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. I get misty just holding your hand. Yes, indeed. I never did finish your edible dictionary, Kugelhoff, also spelled Kugelhoff with a G instead of a K. It's a sweet yeast cake, usually made with a fluted tube pan, the kind used for bunt, bunt, or angel food cakes. It's a darker, breadier cake with a coarser texture than most cakes. It often contains some fruits and nuts and is usually topped with powdered sugar, although sometimes the topping is a light sugar glaze. Kugelhoff is one of the best breakfast cakes and serves well as a coffee cake. Great for a late night snack, less appropriate for dessert at dinner. I do like Kugelhoff. I know what that is and um, it doesn't seem like it's so sweet. You know, the holidays, as we get into the holidays, and I can't believe that we are, in fact, after tomorrow, getting into the holidays. I'm devastated to think that on Sunday, daylight savings time goes away. I can do COVID. I can do COVID and cold or COVID and no daylight savings time, but it's going to be hard to do both, I got to say. But it's holiday time, so we have that to look forward to on a year that's been absolutely uh, memorable, let's say that. <laughs> and uh, I find that that the holiday um, cake masses are less than stellar. The panettones, the Yule logs, the Kugelhoffs, the fruit cakes, all of those kind of things are in the general vicinity of cake with dried fruits and nuts. And do you like that, Tom? Do you like fruit cake? Free cake? No, I know you like free cake. Who doesn't love free cake? Free cake. Fruit cake. Fruit free cake. No. Fruit cake Fru no yeah you know like my mom used to give you that fruit cake what was it called baker made they've done really well the last several years yeah i i, I mustn't have been there to, to take it in my mom was a big fan of giving fruit cake as gifts at christmas i think it was because baker made had some sort of charitable arrangement where you bought the cake and proceeds went a portion of them to something or another. I think there was a philanthropic aspect to it. And um, everybody that my mother knew that she gave a gift to, she gave a um, fruitcake. And most people don't like fruitcake, but as I recall, Tom, you actually did like the fruitcake my mom gave you. I never did eat fruitcake because it's not something I would eat. But, uh, I mean, I just don't eat dessert unless it's chocolate. But um, that is, I don't know, a joke, I guess. But I think, obviously, a lot of people eat more or more people eat fruitcake than like to admit that they eat fruitcake. Is that fair to say, do you think? 
Because the fact that fruitcake is still being given and is available to be given to people as much as it is, I think more people are eating fruitcake than admit that they're eating fruitcake. Would you say that's fair to say, Tom? Uh, no, they Tom's buy off, them Tom, or uh, what are the two options? Um, fruitcake. Do you like fruitcake? Fruitcake versus... Do you think, do you think most people like fruitcake? I think most people do not like fruitcake, which is why it's a, the butt of a joke. Uh-huh. But I think there's a tremendous amount there are of cliche like fruitcake given out yeah. there and probably more eaten than you think. Yeah, if you like it, you'll like it. If you don't like it, you won't get it. But it is... A lot of people do buy it. They sell a lot of them at the supermarkets around particularly. I finally tried a little mini panettone last year and I thought eh, it didn't move me at all. It's just a it's like a little bread with raisins or something in it. And I I didn't really understand the point of it. You know what might be interesting is a bread pudding made of fruitcake, panettone or any of these kinds of breads. No, the two things are too similar to one another and they're that's the, well, essentially yeah, what it. it would be is that you take the bread or the fruitcake or any of these items, which tend to be very dry by nature, and soak them in a custard. What could be wrong with that? Uh, it wouldn't uh, make a big difference, I don't think. Well, I think, I think that it could actually be made a lot better if you poured a custard thing on top that, of these breads that again, are very the, dry. The two things don't match each other at all. So you know, put two things together that. Well, uh, I I don't know what could be different about that, Tom, than uh, dried out French bread. French bread is. And pouring custard on it, those two things don't match each other at all. The only difference in that, actually, I think they do sort of match each other a little bit more. If you have a dried out cake which already has something mm-hmm. sweet in it, that's a little bit closer to your goal than starting out with something as dried out as French bread. Well, but bread and pudding, bread pudding is so different from candlein or however you want to call it. Uh, There's just nothing in time with them at all. And if if you like this one, good, eat it. You like this one, no. (laughs) <laughs> and it just won't go anywhere. If you like it, eat it. I remember you used to say, if it tastes good, it is good. Tom, I think it's time to put another little slogan there. If you like it, eat it. Yeah. And, and with that <laughs> If you don't like heart, it, don't eat it. You know, we should do a show on, on uses for, you know, like they have all these various uses for things like vinegar and lemon that are not uh, edible. We should do a show on... Uses, no, uses for French bread that isn't um, a sandwich. I'm having a problem. A sandwich. Um, Anyway, we we could uh, do a show about, like, my mom when uh, with her French bread and squeezing it and putting it into a... um, uh, dressing and there's a lot of that I mean we, we do a lot of that kind of um, bread dressings 
556-9696 is the number. We are going to uh, cut the show a little bit short today and, uh, and go ahead and play some commercials that have not been played in the last two days. We're going to go ahead and, and finish out the show. Uh, so that's it for us for now. Henry, if you could go ahead and uh, play some of the commercials like Tony Mandina's and Basil's and uh, Casa Garcia and we already did Maple Street, but we're going we're gonna to sign off for now, okay? Uh, we will be back on Monday for another food show. Uh, everyone have a wonderful weekend. Um, you are listening to the food show here on WGSO New Orleans. Good night. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and 